Well, it's been quite a busy week actually, and um, I've had quite a busy day today. Uh, the big news is that I thought the neighbours had gone away, and um, they were in the garden this morning, and there's lots of washing out, so I'm a bit confused about that, so I uh, need to get to the bottom of that at some point. Uh, I've got quite a lot of big news actually. Welcome to episode 114 of Mr Bird Pods. Yeah, I've got Flicky Tail next to me, big surprise. Apparently, um, cats flicking their tails uh, is a sign of happiness and contentment. Uh, I'd like to say it isn't. Uh, she flicks her tail. Uh, she thrashes her tail against us when she wants attention. That's all I'm saying. Um, so this morning... Uh, yes, so the next, yes, so lots of washing out next door. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they went away for a few days. If you're listening, you know where I am. So that was a big mystery. Um, I've got a blister on my toe, actually. So, uh, there's now two people with blisters on their toes, although one of the blisters is possibly an insect bite uh, in this flat. Uh, I've also got two sensitive stomachs in this, uh, or tummies, shall we say, two sensitive tummies in this flat, because uh, someone's been off their food. Oh, look at her. She's just... Um, the, yeah, she's been off her food, actually, uh, but she seems to have been eating lots of biscuits, but I've been chucking a load of wet food away, uh, which has been really annoying, because it just gets smelly in the bin, but it uh, seems... Uh, She's been eating quite a lot of biscuits. I got her some sensitive tummy biscuits, which have gone down very well. And I think it was the kitten food she didn't like. And I got some oral biscuits as well. I don't think these things do any good. I think they're just very expensive and you get conned into thinking they do good things. Uh, so anyway, I've decided she's just got a sensitive tummy along with somebody else in this flat. Um, so uh, this morning I... Uh, the trouble is, if I haven't got my yoga class to aim for at half past nine, I faff around, which is a big surprise to everybody. Uh, so I didn't settle down to Adrian until about ten o'clock this morning, which, uh, no, nine o'clock, which was a bit late. Uh, I did, I've still got a little bit of problem with my shoulder and neck, but it's a lot, lot better than it used to be. And I did realise, actually, I've had a huge, uh, well, not a huge, that's an exaggeration, I pulled... I have looked it up and it's there's this long muscle in the side of your leg uh, that you can pull and if you pull it it uh, takes a long time to mend and um, I know I did something and I pulled it and I've had problem with it for years in fact when it when it was really bad it used to keep me awake at night um, but I've been doing lots of work on keeping my muscles uh, relaxed uh, in a sort of Alexander technique way uh, which is my big thing at the moment uh, I'm making paying a lot of attention to keeping my jaw and my throat relaxed and open um, because tense muscles just uh, cause so many problems and we're all tense uh, most of the time. And I realised last night that my leg doesn't hurt anymore. I mean, it has hurt for years and years. It has to be said, I think it's about six or seven years. It was when I was last teaching, uh, maybe four or five years or something, but it's hurt for a long time and it's actually stopped. I don't know when it stopped, it just has. I'm very happy about that. So now I've got the pain in my uh, neck and shoulder to make up for that, but hey. Um, so, um, yeah, so I did some neck and, I did a neck and shoulder thing with Adrian, which was very helpful. 
it always helps i should do it if i, I reckon if i did that every day actually i'd sort out the problem out uh, but i'm too lazy and then i did uh i thought i did some i'd do some core things with it because i haven't been doing much with my core because i don't swim anymore because uh, of covid and just general expenses of life gym was just too much uh and that was a big mistake because my core has obviously slackened a lot since uh i stopped swimming which must have been in nine uh, 2020 so uh, and then i went for the door, creaking door and then i did one on upper body strength i don't know why i don't actually know what was going through my head when i decided to do that uh but i gave up on that uh, quite a long way through. I, I was in the middle of a plank position and realised uh, there was a cat underneath me uh, and I was very close to collapsing at that point, at which point I probably would have killed her. So um, that ended uh, before the end of the video. So, but she's very good. What well, she's very good, Adrian, and I'll bang on about her every week, but um, with she does sort of meditation, breathing and yoga, and then she does these sort of more fitness exercises, but she keeps them in a quite meditative way. So they're short and they're very focused on the breathing. I think it's that HIIT thing, like high intensity impact training. I think that's sort of the, um, her logic behind it. Plus the fact that she keeps you calm through the breathing and it's more focused on doing it properly rather than getting in as many as, you can as fast as possible repetitions as you can as fast as possible and you know pulling a load of muscles and just not achieving very much uh i think it's much it's much better for your strength to do things slowly it's much better in life i'm just trying to do things slower i'm trying to walk slower i'm trying to stop thinking in the future all the time because that's one of my huge problems is i'm constantly thinking into the future uh therefore getting anxious all the time uh and i'm terrible at concentrating because i'm always doing stopping doing things and moving on to the next thing before i've completed things this all goes back to that book i read i was talking to somebody about it yesterday that three thousand four thousand five thousand weeks uh which has actually had a huge impact on me uh, so i'm just trying to calm myself down and realize that by doing things slower i actually get things done quicker uh that's what we don't realize or i don't realize anyway so anyway, that's all a bit uh, introspective. So um, then I went for a run, which is fine. I went back to Ellie Pani because I haven't been there for a while, and that was all lovely. And it wasn't actually. I found it really hard, and I nearly collapsed when I got home. I was just in an absolute pool of sweat. I was so hot. It's one of those days, it has been for a few days, where it doesn't look very warm because it's cloudy and it's actually really humid. But um, I don't mind. I'm not complaining after those awful 40 degrees nights. I'm dreadful. So then last Tuesday, a lot of you have been worrying, I know, about the pinging in the car. Last Tuesday, I had a sort of an unproductively productive day. I tootled off in the car to get uh, cat litter. Uh, and lo and behold, uh, on the way back, I had to get two bags, actually, for reasons I'm not going to go into now because it's too boring. Uh, the pinging started again and then it like did this double pinging. Uh, and it was just it was just awful. So then I had to go. Uh, what, what did I have to? Oh yes, I had to go and get my statins from the chemist, except they didn't have them, which was really annoying. And that's in a slightly different place. So I parked near the chemist and just took a video of the fact there was there are no flashing signs or symbols on the kit dashboard. There's just this awful pinging. Um, and then. Uh, 
And then I forgot to get, oh yes, and I meant to get some cat food as well. And then I forgot to get cat food because I got into a dither because of my pills were in the chemist. Then I went back for the cat food. Then they didn't have any cat food. So it was just one of those stupid days, really. Anyway, I got home, looked up pinging in, in uh, Zoe Renault cars. And one person, uh, somebody had said they'd got the problem. And one person in the answer said what was happened, they'd found it was a different type of car, but it was a Renault is they put something heavy on the passenger seat and the car thought it was a person and so it was pinging to say the uh, seatbelt wasn't in. Well, of course, what I've been doing is putting the cat litter on the, which is really heavy, it's 10 kilograms, on the passenger seat. Uh, so obviously that was it. And I have both times noticed that the um, the passenger red icon of seatbelt has flashed up, but it only flashes up very briefly. And then it disappears because I've been fiddling around. I have fiddled around with my own seatbelt thinking that, that was a problem. And then it's just disappeared. And I presumed it's been something else. That was really irritating. It's very, I mean, joking about it's very poor, actually, because it's completely and utterly distracting. This awful noise. And lots of people must put shopping and stuff on the passenger, heavy things on the passenger seat. Uh, you know, the sign should stay up on the board. So I'm not really pleased about that. Uh, but anyway, the problem is solved. There will be no more mad pingings uh, and near crashes from me because I'm so distracted by the noise. It's awful. It's absolutely awful, the noise. So that was that day. Uh, and then Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday I worked, which I don't normally do on a Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday afternoon went to the Raphael exhibition at the National Gallery, which is very nice. I like them uh, more than the person I went with. Um... And I've been practicing my uh, loosening my muscles and relaxing and found that I can actually stand long. I get back it quite easily from standing still and I'm not very good in exhibitions, uh, but I managed to uh, survive longer than normal. But actually, in fact, I was been there for about three hours and my back was all right. So I think I'm doing some goodness to my body somehow through all this. <laughs> Uh, focusing on relaxation. Uh, no, and I enjoyed that a lot. It was quite a big exhibition. All the paintings were fairly big. Absolutely beautiful Madonna and Childs. Really, really, really beautiful. Um, just felt like the way he paints the Madonna holding the little babies in various ones are so real. Like it's almost, I almost felt I could feel what her hands were feeling um, just holding the baby or uh, other things like she's holding a bunch of flowers or something in another one and I they were they were absolutely beautiful I was happy to have gone in and seen them it cost 24 pounds well we're members of the National Gallery but 24 pounds to go to an exhibition now I mean it's just so much money um anyway so that was that so I I would recommend that but I do understand uh Raphael's not everybody's favourite painter. Um, and then on, uh, then yes, so my Welsh lesson was then changed to Wednesday. Welsh is going very well, thank you for asking. Um, my teacher's probably listening, she's not really a teacher. Uh, she's such a hopeless teacher, actually. She found out she's been pronouncing, pronouncing a, a word wrong for the past 35 years. Um, Welsh has got this funny thing called mutations, where the first... Uh, letter of words change uh, in certain con some some words change in certain contexts, uh, and a C in certain contexts changes to G. And I think I can't quite remember, but the word for laptop begins with a G. And my teacher thought uh, that was the mutation, or oh, I can't remember. Anyway, they've been saying it wrong <laughs> for a long, long time, and that's going very well. And they were saying that Duolingo is very good. 
very impressed with the way Duolingo teaches the language uh, as their first language, Welsh, so that you know, so they know what they're talking about. So um, I can recommend Duolingo for anybody who wants to learn language, but I think it's good to do. Oh, shut up! I think it's good to do uh, some talking with someone as well. I don't think it's enough just to do Duolingo on its own. But I have found there's a Welsh. Uh, there is SC4, which is the sort of Welsh Channel 4, which is all in Welsh language. They've got an equivalent of iPlayer called Click, uh, and there's a new Welsh thriller on. Uh, some of you may have seen Hidden and Finding Faith or Seeking Faith, I can't remember what that one was called, and uh, Hinterland. Anyway, there's a new one with Joanna Scanlon and Ewan Rian, and um, they've only got the Welsh version out at the moment, the English version of it. Is, they've filmed all these thrillers in Welsh, and then they've refilmed them in English, exactly the same. Uh, but there's only the Welsh version available at the moment. It's called The Light, or I think the English version is going to be called The Light in the Hall. Um, and that's on Channel 4 later in the year. I've seen the first two episodes in Welsh with English subtitles, which is very useful. Uh, and it's very good, actually. I'm enjoying it. So that was all that. And then... Uh, Thursday, oh, Thursday, Thursday, uh, company drinks. Now, oh, there's the new ground hook. I think, I think the amount of washing that has been put out as I speak, they've been away for a short period. Maybe they've been away for longer than I thought was a short period. Maybe they've been away for a, a week or two and I haven't noticed. It's very intense washing out, putting, going on, I have to say. It's like the strategy going of putting that pair of, uh, in the right place is quite fascinating. Anyway, um, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, company drinks. Yeah, so on Thursday there was an invitation for company drinks. Now, it was at a club called the Union Club, which I go to once a month or work at, do when I can, uh, for my writers, for one of my writers' meetings. And, um, and, uh, it's lovely. It's very quiet, uh, quite small. And I said, and I don't, I'm not, I sort of, part of me likes socialising, part of me doesn't. I'm always tired at the end of the show, I want to go home. So I thought, well, I'll go, it's quiet, be nice. Da, 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 da. Uh, forgot that they've actually, the club have bought into the building next door and the top floor they've converted into a bar, a very long bar. And it was the loudest room I've been in for a very long time. There was a drag act going on. It's not a big room, it's just very long. And there's a drag act that was going on at the other end of the end we were in. And I just couldn't hear a word. I couldn't hear what people were saying. And I was shouting. And I just thought, I'm not enjoying this. Um, it was so loud. I mean, the music was actually nice. I liked the music, but it was just at a level I just couldn't cope with it. And uh, one of the dressers had to go to get their train, uh, which I knew. I said, I said look, I'll, I'll walk up to the tube station with you. Tell me when you're going. But I, it's just that thing if you just start drinking because you can't talk. And I don't want to get drunk at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm just... It's not me anymore, can't do that. So um, I was a bit cross about that, actually, because it was the nicer to people, and I'd happily have sat and chatted in a small, quiet room. So that was annoying. Uh, and then on Friday... Uh, what happened on Friday? I don't think anything happened on Friday. Friday was just Friday. And then Saturday I did a couple of shows. Did I not go out on Friday evening? No, and then Saturday was my usual shows. Sunday, yesterday was lovely. Um, I my other writers group has always been a Zoom group, which uh, it was an audio drama writing group through the London Playwrights, uh, 
and the group of us all got together. I think a couple of people disappeared, but sort of the core of the Zoom group um, got on very well. And we've just erratically, but fairly well, no, I don't, vaguely once a month, we get together. Uh, I haven't been able to because of work, so I've missed bits of it. But generally, people get together on Zoom about once a month. Uh, and initially, it was to read each other's work and sort of give each other feedback, and it sort of descended into chat now. So it's a bit of both. Uh, anyway, one of us uh, lives in Zurich, but they're, they're actually Irish, but they're living in Zurich. Uh, they had to come over this weekend. So um, we met up, which is really nice, actually, because none of us had met in person before. Uh, not everyone was able to come, unfortunately, but there were six of us, and we all got on like a house on fire. It was really lovely. I have to say, we met at one o'clock, and uh, I left the hardcore, there was just two left, at, uh, I think, about eight o'clock. So about seven hours I spent with them. Um, we had uh, a morning drink and then lunch and then an after lunch drink. It was very nice. So, um, although it was a bit weird, we went to this um, uh, Brazil, it's sort of South America. I can't remember what it's called. Les Iglesias. Yes, um, it's it's South American food. For some reason, they were giving you two for one drinks. So everybody got two drinks, which is really odd. And I didn't realise, because I ordered a cocktail, but I didn't want to drink more than one cocktail. Uh, I ended up with two cocktails. But I managed to swap with someone who was on a mocktail, so I had one of each. But I just found that really strange. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I have to say at this point, I'm not here for a couple of, uh, three weeks. This is the last Mr. Burt for three weeks, because on Monday... Uh, we're going away for two weeks, so it's sort of Monday to Monday. Uh, so um, that's three Mondays out rather than the usual Saturday, Saturday. Half a dozen million cars going past. Uh, Neighbours still putting the washing out. Um, oh, and a motorbike. Oh, God, it's all go. It's like the math. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I might do when I'm on holiday. And it just depends. Uh, look out. If you all subscribe, which I presume you don't, uh, if anyone who does subscribe, uh, it'll appear if I, if I do do one when I'm on holiday. And, um, yeah, so that's all that. Uh, so, yeah, so my nephew is going to be staying in the flat looking after Madam. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson's doing a bit of feeding as well so um oh yeah, i've done loads of i did a major clean in the bedroom it was a major major vacuum i've done a major vacuum before uh so it wasn't as hideously horrendous as it was the first time i did it which was an absolute nightmare but it was still bad uh, i pulled out everything except the wardrobe which is too heavy uh, and vacuumed underneath uh it was terrible actually and the moths have been eating the carpet under the bed <laughs> that's all lovely so it's quite shameful, the state. I'm surprised uh, I haven't got asthma, to be honest. <laughs> the amount of dust in that bedroom. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, well, there we go. So, um, what else? So, books. I've just finished. Now, I've read... Um, I've been reading quite a lot, actually. I've got through... I was going on about the Blue Flower, wasn't it? Marvellous book. And then I read Citizen, which is a sort of... Well, it's classified as poetry, but I don't think it's poetry. It's mostly short bits of prose with a bit of poetry and I can't remember who it's by it's called the subtitle is an American lyric uh, it's basically about being um, black in America 
it's very powerful and it's an easy read i have to say uh and it's quite an eye-opener in a lot of ways um i did learn a lot from it i liked it uh, and then as a nice sort of uh i can say antidote to that which makes it sound as if it was it was painful to read it wasn't but um i've just coming to the end of a book and i can't remember the name of the author uh called small bodies of water uh, it's a sort of well it's a it, it won uh and to nan shepherd um oh sorry doors just opened of its own accord uh the nan shepherd uh nature writing whatever it's called award which is the big uh nature writing award obviously um and it's sort of biography it's a series of essays written by a woman who was born in borneo but she has a chinese mother and a new zealand father so she's lived mostly in uh, new zealand she spent some time in shanghai and and weirdly well not weirdly um at the moment she lives not very far away from where i live because, which is a bit strange uh, and it's a mixture of um it's an absolute, it is an absolutely beautiful book and I really thoroughly recommend it. It's about, she's got the most sensuous way of writing. It's about all sorts of things. It's about so many things, but it's held together by, uh, she loves swimming. So there's a lot to do with water and swimming in it. Um, she writes up colours. It's saturated in writing about colours. There's lots of, lots of stuff about flowers, plants, uh, waters um there's bits on the chinese language um there's some a bit of stuff on art um and making it sound really boring it's utterly beautiful book it's a and it's a book i would go back and dip into um because it's nice to read it from front to back but i think you could also once you've read it you could also just dip into the odd um essay every now and then uh, it's about being mixed race and racism. Um, it ticks a lot of boxes of sort of stuff that's being written about at the moment, but it's just so beautifully done. She's she's a really she's a poet actually. She's a poet. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I loved it. So it's called small. I should have sat down with the book in hand, and I haven't. But it's called Small Bodies of Water, um, and I highly recommend that. I'm not very good at non-fiction, I have to say. I don't read an awful lot of non-fiction, so I was very pleased that I've been reading a bit of non-fiction. I've got to go and collect my... Um, I didn't get into the story of my statins not turning up, but anyway, apparently they're ready today. So I'm going to go off and get those now, and then I will edit this and send it out. So um, see you in three weeks' time. Uh, I presume some people are on holiday and that the happy family are swanning around Italy. Um, uh, take care. Uh, and uh, yes, thank you for listening.